Hi, Rob. This is Arielle from Maryland, and I'm a patron of Rob Has a Podcast because I need rehab more than Spencer needs a better hiding place for his clue. Hey, everybody. What's going on? Rob Sesternino here with another Survivor Cagayan exit interview. And today we are going to be speaking with Morgan McLeod, the latest person voted out of the tribe after last night's episode number seven of the season. So we're going to speak with Morgan in just a bit. You just heard Ariel Glassman at the top of the show. It's something new that we're trying out. She's one of the patrons of Rob Has a Podcast. If you want to find out more about how to become a patron and support the podcast, you could do so at robhasawebsite.com slash patron. Busy, busy day today. We've got a huge podcast coming up later on where I'm going to be speaking with Malcolm Freeberg later on. I'm very excited to talk to Mr. Survivor. I'm going to talk to him in person, so it's going to be a very fun interview. I'm also going to answer your voicemail questions, and you guys had a lot, about the episode with Jeff Pittman, creator of the True Dork Times, and he's always got a lot of great stuff to say about any Survivor season. So we've got that big show coming up later on today. So last night, I did a special Survivor Know-It-Alls where Stephen Fishback couldn't make it, and we brought in an honorary Know-It-All, Otis Bushkowskis. He joined me, and we talked about everything that happened in the episode. So that was a fun conversation with my buddy Otis. So you can check that out on robhasawebsite.com or watch the video version at robhasawebsite.com slash YouTube. Okay, let's get right into this. I see that we have Morgan on the line, and so let's go ahead and patch her in. Morgan, how are you doing this morning? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing very good, uh, Morgan, that you were the one to go home uh, last night. I know that a lot of people in uh, Rob has a podcast in our community with a lot of people very sad to see you go home at this point. People wanted you to stay on and uh, have you on their TVs every week for the rest of the season. Oh, man, I would have loved to, but, you know, you'll see me in the last five minutes of the episode on right. the jury. So you'll be, you'll be on the jury, so we'll, we'll have to just watch those parts over and over again. All right. Oh, you're sweet. Let, Morgan, let's talk about uh, the episode last night. And so the tribe ultimately decides to get rid of you, but I felt like for most of the episode, people were talking about how you couldn't win the game and you wouldn't get any votes. Why get rid of you if everybody makes such a big point, especially Trish, about how you'll never get any votes to win in the end? Yeah, you know, I was thinking the same thing. I saw last night that Trish and Jeffra were like, no, like not Morgan, let's do Tasha. But, you know, I think it was because I really upset Cass and Cass did not like me. I made her very, very uncomfortable. So Tony wanted to keep Cass comfortable, feeling good because she was so unpredictable. And that meant getting rid of me. So did you and Cass ever have a relationship in the game or did it just really go sour after Cass flip last week? Well, before the flip, I thought we were fine. I mean, we're on an island and we hung out. She told us stories. I can, you know, I know like a bunch of her life stories that she told us all. I was laughing. She's got some great stuff to tell. But, you know, once we uh, she flipped... I just ignored her. You know, I didn't really get in her face like Spencer did. I just kind of wanted nothing to do with her. And that really upset her, I guess. And you could see she, I guess I was being really mean to her, as her words were. But I just thought ignoring was kind of, you know, if you have nothing nice to say, don't say anything at all. And that's kind of what I was doing. But it was, I guess, the wrong thing to do. 
All right. So separately, you guys, even though you didn't have like a verbal altercation too much, uh, you guys traded a lot of insults during the episode last night. Um, mm-hmm. Now, you said some things about Cass. Cass said some things about you. Cass, uh, in this episode, she called you annoying. She said you were a bitch. And she said that you were like a 14-year-old dog. Oh, now, yeah. Do you have, what was your response to hearing Cass say those things about you last night? I mean, I think they're so funny because, I mean, I know what I am and who I am. And people who are close to me know. And that is just not who I am. I'm a hard worker. I go to school. I've worked since I was 14 years old. Like, I'm not just a lazy, you know, know-it-all that just is pampered and waited on hand and foot. But um, I came across that way. So, I mean, what can I do? I maybe wasn't the workhorse out there like I maybe should have been, but I got used to it. LJ and Jeremiah, they spoiled us on the beauty tribe. So I got used to it once we merged. Now, don't you think you were a little hard on Cass, though, uh, when you talked about that she was ugly? Because uh, don't you think Cass is kind of (laughs) cute? Well, um, you know, I think that my words were very harsh. Uh, They probably stung a little bit. And I think people, you know, say those those type of things behind closed doors to like a very close friend or family member. But I said it to a camera in front of all of America to see and I guess the world as well. And, you know, I, I maybe shouldn't have said those things. I was really upset and... You know, maybe I can take out the ugly and the B-I-T-C-H part, but I do think she was a really bitter person. All right. So I, I think Cass is pretty cute. I think that I'm going to stand by that. Uh, <laughs> so in, in the preseason, you said that your strategy was going to be to try to be a flirt with uh, the guys on the show. But we never really saw you get anywhere with that on, on the show. Did that happen and we just didn't see it? Or did you were not able to get anywhere with flirting with these guys? Um, I, mean, I think I said that, you know, my outer appearance could help me in this game with guys. But I originally wanted to align with people that were kind of, you know, middle of the road. You don't really, you know... They're not the best. They're not the worst. It's just kind of whatever and just slide right through. And I couldn't do that with the beauty tribe. This whole little, you know, beauty brain and brawn kind of, you know, shook up my strategy a bit. But once I was out there trying to kiss up in Jeremiah and LJ, it was nauseating. Like I could not do it. And I couldn't. Uh, LJ hated me. And we, uh, we saw he doesn't trust, I guess, the quote unquote hot girls. So. He hated me from the start, start. There was really no, nothing I could do to try to get him to like me. And then Jeremiah, I mean, bless his heart, but I just, he's, oh man, I don't think if I, you know, flirted with him, I wouldn't have really gotten anywhere. He was just barely scraping by as well. So was there any guy that there was any flirtation with while you were there? No, no flirting whatsoever. That's no way. What I mean, about I Spencer? Love, I love Spencer. He is so great. But friend zone? I guess not my type. I also have a boyfriend who I'm like madly in love with, so I wasn't gonna go out there and be a little, you know, just flirting it up out there. But 
Spencer's so great. I'm I'm really rooting for him. All right. So when you went on the Outback Reward with Spencer, yeah. was there any game talk that happened, or was it just all about pineapple Ritas and s'mores yeah. and <laughs> steaks and yeah. tomatoes? Yeah, they didn't really show much of the Outback. We were there for a while. It was amazing. But, you know, we just kind of talked about how it was like the old beauty tribe was back together. And so we were just kind of like, hey, like, you know, we're cool. Like, let's just, you know, put the past behind us. Let's just have fun at Outback. And it was kind of all fun and games. None of us knew that Spencer found a clue. We were all oblivious. We were all thinking, like, I was definitely... You know, dropped my napkin, kind of like slowly went up and looked under the table, seeing if there was like a taped note up there. But, you know, Spencer got it and we were all oblivious. We just were having fun. The food was awesome, but definitely didn't keep it down. I threw everything up after. Oh, no. Um, and then the whole thing with the napkin, that was just luck of the draw. He just happened to sit in the seat that had the, the clue in it. Yeah, we all sat down wherever we wanted to sit. And so he got it. So lucky. Okay, so now after you, they get back and then there's the whole thing with Wu steals the clue and that whole great sequence in the episode. So Spencer ultimately ends up finding the idol. After Spencer has the idol, does anybody suspect that Spencer had it or were people continuing to go search for the idol even though Spencer had it on him? No, uh, people were still looking. Tony was so determined. He... I mean, you can see he just his mind is always going, always thinking of ways, strategy, strategy, strategy. So he never stopped. Um, yeah, man, Spencer was really lucky there. <laughs> I didn't realize, you know, he kind of said what happened, but I didn't realize that Cass was right there. She was literally supposed to be watching him, and he did it right under her nose, and that's just great. It makes me so happy. <laughs> How about Tony? Did you like Tony from the time that you got to spend with him? I thought he was very entertaining, but I also found him at times to be, you know, a little misogynistic. Like when we were looking he would, um, for the idol, he kind of was like, oh, Morgan, you know, you're not needed here. Like, you're not going to go find this. So go back to camp. Like, hey, no, like we're all looking like, please leave me alone. How were you able to avoid being a target back after the tribe swap on the new Apari? Because, you know, people were talking about, hey, should we get rid of Jeremiah? Should we get rid of Alexis? But your name never came up. And I was very amazed that nobody thought to get rid of you at that point. How were you able to avoid that? Yeah, I just told them that, you know, no one liked me. Bryce was my only person that I could rely on, and he was gone. So I just drilled it into their heads every day that LJ and Alexis had a little connection going on, a little flirting, a little cuddling at night, and that they were going to get back together once the merge happened. And it worked. I don't think you really saw that, but I told everyone, and Jeremiah was right there with me. He's like, oh, yeah, Alexis and LJ, there's a little relationship there. I, I don't think it was really true, but it worked, and she got voted out instead of me. So... It seemed like early on in the show, after the vote with Bryce, there was like, you said you didn't like Jeremiah and there, you guys were butting heads. But then we never really saw anything more about that relationship afterwards. Did you guys sort of mend your differences or was there always tension between you and Jeremiah after that? I mean, I think Jeremiah, why he didn't go with us, he was just scared. He, he liked that LJ kind of took the lead role and made the decisions and 
he knew that LJ was smart and had strategies, so he kind of went along with him, and he didn't want to be that alpha male of, like, Bryce, the Bryce Morgan and, you know, Jeffra, Jeremiah Alliance, and I forgave him. I understood that maybe, you know, strategy isn't his strongest suit, so he apologized up and down day after day, so it kind of got annoying after a while. It kind of became a joke. We're like, Jeremiah, stop apologizing. Like, I forgive you. Let's just move on. Like, we're done. So how come you were not able to get in better with uh, those two other women that you started the game with in Alexis and Jeffra? How come that the, you three couldn't team up? You know, Jeffra and Alexis really clicked and they also kind of had the strategy that they were going to, you know, follow like the alpha males which is LJ and Jeremiah. And I just, I couldn't do that. And I said that even before the game started in like the meet me video that I'm just not the type to just follow around the guys like a little puppy dog. And I just didn't want to be like that. I, I, it was nauseating to me. And so I just didn't fit with them. I kind of just wanted to do my own thing and figure things out. And I, I guess I did. I fought my way to the jury and when everyone thought I was going to be out first few days. So I'm proud of myself. Now, tell me if I'm reading into things or or not, but I feel like that you were close with Tasha on the island. And then when you got voted out, you put your hand on her knee and said uh, either it's okay or good luck. Uh, Did you were you tight with Tasha? Yes, absolutely. Um, Once Sarah got voted out and it was just us four, me and Tasha or Tasha and I, we were so close. We kept each other warm every night. You know, we shared the rice together. We talked smack on cast. We were upset. So Tasha was my girl. I mean, we're both ex-NFL cheerleaders. We have that, you know, in common. And, yeah, she she's great. I love her. So after you got the Hidden Immunity Idol clue in the first episode and you had that really great lie about, oh, I chose, I chose this for you guys. Isn't this great? Um, which we were all very impressed with. Did you ever go and look for the idol again after that one time before LJ found it? I did. It was so hard, though, because usually, like in seasons past or whatever, you know, it's off in the jungle and the bushes. So I... It was hard for me to, you know, be like, oh, I'm going to go in the water and look on the cliffs where you can see it from our beach instead of, you know, being like, oh, you know, maybe I'm going to go use the bathroom. Like, I'll be back and, you know, go into the jungle and look for it. So it was hard. Like, when we would all be kind of out in the water, I'd be like, oh, there's some crabs. Let's go look in these little caves and rock cliff here. And I'd be kind of crawling around, like, looking for the idol, but... It was tough. I w- it would have been nicer if it was, you know, in a different spot, but it wasn't. And LJ was so lucky. He he found it when we were all huddled up cuddling during the rainstorm. And we knew, we knew he was looking for it, but we were just all so freezing and cold and exhausted that we didn't go after him when we shut up. I watched your Ponderosa video uh, this morning, and mm-hmm. it seemed like you and Sarah were a lot closer than it ever showed on the, on the TV show. Is that is that true that Sarah and you became very close in the game? Oh, absolutely. Sarah and I became, I guess, like best friends out there. Like we hit it off, and it really wasn't shown, but we have so much fun together. 
I was so happy that, you know, we could spend that time at Ponderosa together. If I was going to be there, I, good thing it was with her because it made the days so much better. All right. Now, I told you that a lot of our male viewing audience on Rob as a podcast are very disappointed to see you go. And some some of the female audience, too. Um, have you considered a possible run at Miss Survivor 2015? Is that in, in your plans for the future? Um, yeah, I think so. It looks so fun. I kind of followed it this season or um, this time around. So, yeah, definitely. That would be awesome. All right. Well, Morgan, what's next for you? What is next? Well, I gotta, I'm in school full time, so I got to get that degree. I'm still young. And so that is what's next for me is getting that degree. And who knows, maybe another run at this game, which would be awesome. All right. So Morgan, thank you so much. I thought you did uh, very well here in this exit interview. Thank you. All right. Great talk. Yeah. Take care, Morgan. Bye. Bye. All right, everybody. There you have it. That was Morgan McLeod here on Rob Has a Podcast. And again, thought that was a very good job there by Morgan. She answered all the questions, got to the point. I got to ask all the questions that I had for her. And I feel like that's really all I'm asking for from these exit interview guests is just be, you know, be concise and let's try to cover as much ground as we can possibly do and help us really understand what's happening more in the game. So great job there by Morgan. All right. So Busy Thursday, I'm telling you. We have our big Survivor podcast coming up with Mr. Survivor himself. Malk is going to be with me later on this afternoon. If you want to get your questions in for Malk, I know that you guys have a ton of questions for him. I am going to open up the thread on our Facebook fan page at facebook.com slash Rob has a podcast. And then we're also going to get your voicemails in 323-282-RHAP. Or the better way to go is robhasawebsite.com slash voicemail. So have a great Thursday, everybody. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast. And we always appreciate it when you leave us feedback on our iTunes page. You can go to robhasawebsite.com slash iTunes. I'll be back later on today with Malcolm. Have a great day, everybody. We'll talk to you again soon. Bye.